podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're pleased to announce that this season the Spurs show is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single televised Spurs fixture over the 23-24 season. And with more than 900 sports pubs across the UK, it doesn't matter whether you're based in Tottenham or Tyneside. You can catch every single minute of the action. Keep an eye out during the season for events, offers, content and competitions that put you closer to the action. If you can't get yourself down to the Palace match on Friday, why not catch it on Sky Sports the next Best place, a Green King pub. Hello, welcome to this week's Spurs show, live from the Albany Great Portland Streets. Thank you everyone here in the room. Thank you everyone listening at home. Please welcome my co-host, Mr. Theo Delaney. Good evening, everyone. And joining us, a man who's been on the show literally from the, I think from very early days. The day dot. Day dot. Day dot. 2007, we started this tawdry rubbish. Uh, And he's here from, uh, I had a blank there, from... (laughs) Zigzag. Zigzag. How awful. I used to work with him in his office. From Zigzag TV, the producer, Mr. Danny Fenton. Glory. Glory, glory days. The glory, glory days. Before we start, a couple of documentaries, can you mention? Spurs-related ones? Um, Well, we've got one that's already on Amazon with uh, Huminson. Which, if you haven't seen, is extraordinary because it features Huminson's dad, who's an interesting character. Uh, uh, it's incredible, isn't it? Uh, no joke. He actually, the dad now wants to bring out a documentary called My Son. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> which is him talking about how he made Son who he is. Wow. Uh, I know we're going to, di- I'm digressing slightly, but. No, 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 it's very interesting. I think Huminson is probably the greatest ever signing that Tottenham have ever made. Okay. I, can't, I mean, I just can't think of anybody who's been a better signing mm. in our history. The, the amount, you know, the amount he's played, and even last season, people were saying, you know, he's finished, so we should we should get yeah. rid of him. And look at him this season; yeah. it's just a revelation. Mm. And the other documentary we're doing, which hasn't been announced yet, but exclusively, there we are. Here we're doing a documentary on Jermaine Defoe, right? Which is also going to be on Amazon. Okay. Um, and is that his after? What, what's the sort of basis of it? It's, it's, it's the story of his of his whole career, it's, and it's interesting, you know, because. He starts at Charlton, walked out on Charlton to go to West Ham, mm. handed in his uh, went down. transfer request on the day West Ham got relegated to go <laughs> to Tottenham. Mm. Left Tottenham um, to go to Portsmouth to, to, to link up with Harry Redknapp. And then it was Harry Redknapp went, then went back to Tottenham, called him and said, right, you're coming back. <laughs> so he then went back to Tottenham. Um, and then Daniel Levy very graciously said to him he could go to Toronto. But he actually never really yes, wanted to go that's to right. But it's also... You know, the, the, the subtitle of the show is um, For the Love of the Game. And actually, what's interesting about Jermaine is he's, you know, he's never married. He's never had... Oh, I thought kids. he was married. He got briefly oh. married and then oh, okay. he got briefly got divorced. Oh, wow. It, okay, yeah, I didn't know. That's a story in itself. Oh, okay. Um, but he's had a lot of tragedy in his life as well. Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of um, people have died around him. And obviously, yeah. he had the relationship with Bradley, the Sunderland yeah. fan as well. But it's, it's a very... It's very moving and he's very honest and... He's now back at Tottenham as a coach. Mm-hmm. Full-time there. Full-time. And um, 
I love it when where next players love Tottenham and he he totally loves Tottenham. Mm. Mm. Lovely. Well, they are. They've got exclusive there. Well, let's start. Uh, obviously, tonight we're going to look back on Monday night's game, Theo, uh, and look ahead to Friday. Friday night football is a weird one, isn't it? A bit weird. Yeah, but then we're looking ahead to Friday's game against Palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theo, two 0 win. Um, game of two halves, kind of, which Postacoglu then came out and said we weren't good second half. Yeah. But as we record this show, we are top of the league yeah. by two points. And if, 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 I know, I know, don't, don't say, say it, it, don't say it. <laughs> if, if the result goes away on Friday, then add three to that. Five points clear. <laughs> I mean, incredible, isn't it? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. It was a strange game. Yeah, the Fulham game. I actually missed the first half hour because I got there and my season ticket had disappeared from my phone. Mine too. Really? I had the same. I've got them on the wallet. Yeah. And it said expired, and I couldn't find it. I found it, but it worked. Was it in the expired? Expired. My, mine wasn't anywhere, so I had to actually go oh to the God, ticket I've office, before, queue up, miss the first queue. half hour. But it was one of those yeah. ones where you got there, and you've sensed you hadn't missed an awful lot. I don't know, but I think Vicario made one great save, apparently, yeah. and we'd had a couple of chances. But it was a funny game, because I, I, I kind of ended up thinking, this is um, the old routine victory. I and that's why I always say if ever we beat Arsenal, but as a, a, you know, to wind them up. But this really felt like an actual routine victory. This felt like us being on a slightly different level from them, winning a, a kind of a canter, and actually in the second half not really doing much. Which is what Postecoglou, in, in my view, very encouragingly called him out on that and yeah, said, he did. You, 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 "You know, you were, it was like a, a bit of complacency crept in, and it got scrappy and a bit messy." The one thing I would say about it is, even though the overall performance wasn't that good, it was more than good enough. But the best thing about the night, I thought, was the quality of the goals. The goals yeah. were absolutely excellent. I mean, Son, yeah. I, I agree. I think Son is underrated. One of the reasons he's underrated is, of course, he's had his whole career up to now alongside Harry Kane who's the greatest of them all so uh, uh, you know understandably but if he I mean you see him now you just think wow I mean when he turned up we had no idea what we were in for Uh, I mean he's incredible his goal was fantastic Madison was great again and his goal was a beautiful finish so classy so all in all you know a satisfactory night's work and sets us up for a game against inferior opposition, given the in- injuries they've got, they've especially got so, uh, on Friday. But again, we don't we take nothing for granted. And going to Pal- Palace is quite a hard place to go. They get the literally just to get there is a hard place. It to go, is. Isn't it? I mean, it really it, however you try and do it in the car, you try and do it publicly. Oh, however you do, oh. it's a hard place to go. Yeah. And uh, but they get the old atmosphere really gets going, especially for a London derby. So it won't be it won't be easy. But we're in good shape. Yeah. But I mean, the fact that. Nine games in, Danny. I don't think any Tottenham fan out there went, oh, no, this season will we'll be up there early on. I mean, even Postacoglu kind of said, well, everyone who's followed his career go, well, when he goes to any club, it takes a while, clearly, for the players to understand what he wants to do, especially when you think about what we were doing before under Conte. It's so different. And for that to sort of go, you know, a lot of rival fans go, we haven't really played anyone. Well, we kind of have now. You know, United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Fulham, I think. I mean, I said on the recent show that I thought it would be tight. And it kind of was tight. Uh, Maybe you could argue if Fulham actually had a decent striker, they had a couple of chances maybe they should have taken. Um, There was a few lapses. Again, playing out for defence, a few passes went astray. But to me, what's incredible, I mean, we talk about individual players again, and we've talked about Mickey Van Aven. I thought Romero, to me, Romero is man of the match. I know a lot of people said Madison. Romero, I just thought, was extraordinary again. He's so calm now on the ball. I thought Romero was man of the match. Yeah. I thought 
even before he got handed the armband later in the game, he was a captain. He, he mm. played like a captain. And also, with Romero last season, he goes to ground a lot and he did reckless challenges in stupid yeah. parts of the field. But he was staying on his feet. He was coming out with the ball. Mm. I mean, Van der Ven, he's an incredible player. I mean, yeah. he's like... You can't do him for, do him for pace because he's, no. he's so quick. And you can't do him for strength because he's so strong. And I think he made one mistake all night, I counted Van der Ven. Mm. And, I, and it was between him and Romero for me who were the man mm. of the match. But I, I would give it to Romero just because he was just so dominant in the whole game. Mm. I think we were a little bit lucky that so Fulham had to play two centre-backs who were left-footed. And that, I think that did work to our advantage, I think, in the... Mm. First goal for Son. They actually crashed into each other. Yeah, as they, that's as right. He did. As, as he, but it was a brilliant play by, by Son. Um, that old feeling of we're going to throw this away. You just, <laughs> it, it's not, it's not there anymore. And it's yeah. funny. I took a, a friend with me who hasn't been this season, and he is that Tottenham fan that you all know. And when that header came in, when Vicaro mm. made a brilliant save, went, oh, that's going in. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it didn't and probably in the Larissa I think it would have gone in because yeah. yeah. it was right you know it was a really good sort of claw back yeah. save and then um, with five minutes to go you know they had that chance and he and he said even then he said and we went into extra time uh, into injuries like 10 said, minutes he said oh we're going to lose this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like well, we're 2-0 up yeah, yeah. and we, there's seven minutes of time added yeah, up. Like the only word of caution I would say and it's not the first time I've seen it this season is that once you start bringing in yes. second-string players, once yeah. you bring in Skip and Hoiberg in the central midfield... and Hoiberg did well, though, Hoiberg did, did OK, mm. but he's not Pesuma and he's yeah. not Sarah and he hasn't got Madison's skill. And suddenly we looked disjointed. You know, mm. yeah. That happens when you make five substitutions, mm. when you make three in one go. But I'll give Brendan, Brendan Johnson the benefit of the doubt. He probably isn't fully fit. No. Mm. Uh, uh, Vela's just sort of seemed a bit of a headless chicken I know he was only on for a short period of time running around but we we suddenly looked a bit more vulnerable yeah and it made me think that it's all very well saying with five bit scale let's let's rest some players but of course in this day and age time added on is seven minutes mm-hmm. so you're actually playing maybe quarter of an hour, quarter of an hour. Yeah. and that save that Vakara made with five minutes to go if that had gone in we, it would have been squeaky bum time mm-hmm. I think we would have been Back to the wall, but as Theo said, overall because of the saves Vicaro made, two very important saves, it felt quite comfortable. And mm. Fulham didn't really seem that that up for it. I didn't think they, no. there was no real. And they're a good team. Everyone's hunger. saying what a good team they are now. Mm. Yeah, you know? but you know the fact that we've got to where we are after nine games, it's a miracle. I mean, if you said we're going to lose the best player we've ever had two days before the window closes. Mm. Mm. Um, in my opinion, we're carrying Richarlison still. I, don't I really think so. I think so. I mean, he's not a left winger, is he? Well, he's, but he's not. I mean, he, he's not. He plays down the centre of Brazil. He's been put in that position. I, again, I thought he started the game poorly. Yeah. I thought he got stronger. I think his work off the ball was incredible. Closing his down. Effort, effort, there was one right. moment when he showboated, hit the ball on his yeah, shoulder, yeah. and I, well, I sit, Postacoglu was there, and he was going crazy. Yeah. Rightly it. so. And rightly so. Yeah. So that has got to come out of his game. But he, he, I mean, it'd be interesting on Friday whether he picks him again yeah. or because of that, Johnson comes in. Mm. It would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to stick with Richarlison because Richarlison's confidence is so low that if you, if you drop him, he's going to be even worse, probably. And you're right, he really put in a shift. Um, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves 
and it's very hard as a Tottenham fan not to get ahead of yourself. <laughs> but you know, when you see these stats where it's yeah. teams who've had 20 points after seven games have fin- won the league 11 times and have finished top four eight times and have only finished outside the top four twice. Top five this season. And top five this mm. season. You start, to, you start to get excited and then one game a week gets you very yep. excited. And it's an old cliche. We do have to take one game at a time because we are only two injuries away from not yeah. being a great team mm-hmm. yeah Theo I mean the, the, we had a hat I mean I know you, you missed the first half hour but we had a hat full of chances there was one one where we tried to walk the ball in almost and it yeah. was shoot shoot yeah. shoot yeah, there was a, lo- there was a, a lot of that, of that going, going on. on yeah yeah so we, we need to be more ruthless as well don't we yeah and I'm sure the thing is what you think about Postacoglu is he will pick them up on all of that, that stuff you really feel like he will see that stuff and sit them down and uh and make sure that they correct those those bases. But some of the football, I mean, they were trying to walk it in. But the, when they, you know, some of the build-up play, just occasionally, because it wasn't the, it's probably the least scintillating uh, performance of the whole season. Actually, Poster Cogley said it was the. the he po- said it was the worst. The second half yeah. was the worst half, and yeah. I, I probably would agree with him. But some of the build-up play when they did occasionally spring to life was absolutely brilliant i mean really fantastic really fantastic quick accurate passing and and interesting re- reverse balls and stuff i mean completely mesmerizing mm. uh, and they just yeah usually played it happened that they played one or two too many passes mm. but that was encouraging the way they looked and i think it's a funny thing football so much of it is psychology isn't it i don't think they felt fully pumped up when they played against Liverpool before all the craziness happened and they started getting players sent off left right and centre but when it was 11 against 11 they were playing like that the whole time because Liverpool were playing really really well and they were a great team and I think you've got to be pumped up in a sense and like you say Fulham in, in some ways didn't even seem like they were fully motivated they'd almost come expecting to lose a little bit I think and that's hard to get yourself going but that's fine that, you know it's a long season as, and as um, is always said one of the great cliches one of the 500 top cliches in football is if you win the league you've got to find a way of winning when you don't play that well mm-hmm. so we didn't play that well but we won at a canter and a clean sheet yeah you're never going to you're not going to play 38 games play brilliantly uh, and win every game in, in, in spectacular fashion mm. so you know in, in that way you know quite encouraging actually what's incredible Danny is, is again more so than any game the build up play with the centre backs is so slow so there was times mainly Romero is walking with the ball and you've got their forwards like, shall I go, shall I whatever? And it then puts his foot on the ball and stops. It's incredible how slow the build-up is some of the time. I think there's so many different styles of football. You know, Romero plays like a, a South American player. So he does, yeah. he does walk and he does wait. Van der Ven just seems to be like, you know, he sets off like a, you know, a dog out of a trap. And then once he gets going with it, he just keeps running with it. And he seems to very, be very good at keeping control of the ball. And they seem to complement each other really, really well. Mm. Porro's been a revelation this yeah. season. I mean, because I... people said, "Oh, he's not a fullback. He's not. Yeah. You know, he's a wing back, or he's gone. He's gone." But he's been very, very disciplined, is it? I mean, he's not bombing forward much as he certainly did no, at Sporting you, you, Lisbon. If you saw he's the game doing a job on Monday night, at, at, at certain points of the game, Udogi and Porro were the furthest yeah. forward players. It's yeah. like it was sort of blowing my mind, and <laughs> yeah. and, and I think. <laughs> Other teams are finding it difficult to know who to mark yeah. because pick up. if if your wing backs are the furthest four players, then and and Hoiberg was the the deepest player. Yeah, then and it's then impossible to know who to mark. It's not even as if they're. It's not even like the traditional overlapping. It's not like they're the first furthest forward and in the corners. They could be anywhere, couldn't they? Yeah. They're in the final third, and they could sometimes they cross over. They're on the same wing as each other. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. and it's 
I think it's so exciting. It's just so incredibly exciting. But obviously, you need to fill in, and you know you're taking a risk. You do keep thinking, I don't know about anyone else, but I keep thinking, one day we're going to get seriously caught out here. We're going to let in two early goals, and it'll be... Well, when, before you arrived, there was a moment where we were playing it around at the back. Yeah, and, yes, uh, and Cairo gave the ball away, yeah, right. uh, trying to make a, a short yeah. pass. And yeah. It's likely we, we are going to concede a goal like yeah. that at yeah. some point because of the way, yeah. the way we're playing. But to, to an extent, we've been quite fortunate so far. Yeah. Well, even at Arsenal, you know, when yeah. Madison, Madison got, got caught, caught, yeah. caught in possession. But, you know, we, we've rode our luck, but we've also deserved. We've, there's not any game we've been outplayed in no. this no. season. No, no. No, I mean, some of the early games, I, my criticism was other teams were getting to our penalty box too quickly. The Man United game, they were just cutting through us. But he, again, he's like a fan. He's, for once, he actually sees what fans see. Like, well, that's not good. And the next mm. game, oh, he's actually worked on that. He's mm. seen it as well. Whereas most coaches, you're sitting there going, why can't he see what we'll see? And that's not yeah. happening. That's not happening. But he does, yeah. you know. I mean, the one thing you could say, Theo, is, again, not getting ahead of yourselves. January, international tournaments, unless they get injured or whatever, Sun goes, Matazar goes, Basuma goes. Mm. Will they be replaced? Would you replace them with players in the club? Will Levy pull out some money uh, in January to, because of that? Yeah, because... And the fact that you assume now we'll be in the top four come... Certainly be in the top four, you hope, come the end of the year now. Yeah, I mean, this is the, the, the big question, isn't it? Because, of course, in the past, Levy's had an opportunity to, to really back a team that looks... Sahara Nelson, yeah. <laughs> Let's, yeah, that's the shorthand for what I'm saying, yeah. So uh, I think the, the, the particular worry is Basuma and um, Saar because they are, the, obviously, the, ho- the whole engine room and they are quite clearly the best two players in those positions. So a lot will depend on what happens with Bentoncourt. Yes. Whether he comes back as good as he was because the yeah. real worry with him they're is, not, is they're clearly not rushing him back up no because they don't need to no they don't need to and I, I think Hoybier is doing a good job as, yeah. as backup um, I think he wants to go there's talk of you yeah well, I mean of course like why that. wouldn't you he's like what is he 28 and he's an international player he's, he, he's a quite a big player yeah. and we, he doesn't want to be on a bench I'm not a big fan of Hoiberg, but I would keep him because he is a yeah, great if you ca- if backup stay, player yeah. if we Sold him in January. We'd have to find somebody definitely good have to replace better. him. And who yeah. are we going to get? Yeah, yeah. In the market the in January. So yeah, yeah. I, I personally wouldn't let Hoiberg go because I don't think we'll be able to replace him. I with agree. I totally agree. It's just whether whether how unhappy he is and whether Levy <laughs> sniffs a big fee or anything like that. But I think um, if Benton Kerr, the big big question mark is over Benton Kerr and what he's going to be like because so often you see those central midfielders they get a massive injury they come back they're just not the same. Sandro springs to mind, and if he's not the same and we lose Saar and Basuma to that tournament. I mean, never, even if Hoiberg stays, he's still looking at basically you're down to two and it's Hoiberg and Skip, so there's no cover. And actually, that's a bit of a downgrade if they're both playing. So mm. you, we, I, there are potential problems I there. think the real battle will be for Ivan Tony in January. Yeah. Because well, yeah, Arsenal I mean, are lacking a striker. Mm. Chelsea. And, and, and Chelsea are lacking a striker. West injured again. Um, but yeah. And Son gets, well, Son's going away. It's, for, for, the, for the tournament but he might get injured Vélez doesn't look like he's probably not yet. Yeah, not really replacement. Richarlison's yeah. obviously very yeah. unreliable Tony is a proven totally. goal poacher yeah I think there'll be an auction yeah I think, I think whoever gets him is going to stand a really good chance of winning the league wow 
Well, some, there are certainly vacancies at Tottenham, Chelsea and Arsenal and West Ham. It's funny, isn't it? And he said, imagine being Ivan Tony. He hasn't played for six months. <laughs> he's almost like he's sitting there. He's got a cigar on saying, come and get his value. His value's gone make up. Make me an offer. Band, yeah, yeah, make me an offer. Because he could, he could literally walk into any of those squads. I mean, at Arsenal and Chelsea probably walk straight into the team. Yep. And uh, at Tottenham, he's not far off because Son can always move wide to accommodate him, obviously. Mm. And West Ham, uh, Antonio's, you know, long in the tooth. They haven't got anyone else to play up front. He might even prefer, prefer to go there where he'd be a big fish in a, in a tiny pond. Yes. <laughs> Do you think, Danny, this another centre-back? I know we've got the young guy from Blackburn on the bench, Dyer still on the bench, who's apparently, according to reports, working very hard in, in, in training. Do you think that's another position that, again, if you get an injury to... Uh, our current two centre-backs you're going oh cool, it's a bit tough now I think I do think so I mean I'd be very surprised if Dyer plays another minute for Spurs really yeah and I I don't really get why he or Lloris have hung around I mean the, the writing was on the wall for them <laughs> very, getting very, paid the under contract yeah I think it's well, the money they've both know. got one year to go haven't they so they're waiting to own themselves I guess but I mean You'd think Dyer would want to play for England mm. in the Euros by, by not playing for a season. Yeah, he's got no chance. He's yeah. written that off. Yeah. He was in the squad, though, for the Yeah, yeah, last in the last one. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I mean, don't get me on to Lloris, but I don't, I don't understand. When Lloris was offered to go back to Nice or to go to Newcastle, and, you know, he, 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 if they just want to run down the contract when you're 30... Six years old, whatever. What's that? I don't get the point of that. Louis said he wanted to go somewhere where he was definitely going to be number one, and right. that 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 was the thing that he didn't get an, an offer from a good club to make him number one. So that was his that was his story. I think with um, Dyer, yeah, I think he's. I mean, he thinks probably that he could wait till the summer and get a massive payday yeah. because obviously he's he's in charge and he owns himself and he's probably still worth. 10 million quid yeah. do you see and that, that Tottenham to video do you see the video when he came yeah the out, one where yeah. he said you filmed me but that's but they won't use it everyone, don't even see it. everyone comes back hello there's a camera and then Dyer walks in he goes you probably won't use this bit like it's going to be edited out of yeah. the first team squad it's quite sad but they, they did use it they did he's a lovely it. guy I mean, they did use it I've, you know he's made some big individual errors yeah. but again when you look at you talk about look at him getting him quite young from Sporting yeah. Lisbon scores on his debut at West Ham look, you know, he's, he's played he's, some big he's, he's a been big a good servant he's had a decent career absolutely yeah. Tottenham and, yeah. and Lloris has always had a decent career it's just it's sad the way obviously mm. that it's ending for them but look at the team now compared to Incredible. the team last year and what the mistakes you know that Dyer made or Sanchez made or Lloris made mm. yeah. and we've eradicated those all in mm. one go and so mm. sometimes you have to be cruel to be kind but I think we've done the right thing by getting rid of the, the, the deadwood I mean I couldn't believe watching last night that Sanchez and, 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 um, and Dumbele are playing yeah. in the Champions League yeah. you know yeah. but in a way it's done us a favour not being, not being in Europe and, and, and because of that hmm. we you know we, we probably will be top four hopefully at the end of the year and we will be attractive to players who might want to mm. come and join us because they're going, look, this is a team that's going places. Mm. It's great football. Mm. And then everyone's playing with a smile on their faces, you know. Anyway, let's go to a very quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue this conversation and we'll look ahead to the game on Friday night against Crystal Palace. Back in a second. And we're back for the break for a premium content, including a daily news show, ex-player interviews, original documentary series on Spurs. Go to patreon.com slash Spurs show. New Spurs show merchandise, a new t-shirt design, including the Postacoglu tribute design. Uh, click the link to the uh, link in the description of this podcast. Our monthly London live shows are clearly up and running because we're here now. 
Um, the next one here will be November the 22nd with David Howes. Uh, join the other season ticket holders here. You and a couple of mates come to all our shows. Go to season.spurshow.net. Um, and I can exclusively reveal now to you at home and you in the room that uh, moving ahead now, but put March the 20th, 2024 in your diary. Spurshow live event with Mr. Paul Gascoigne. Oh, yes. Paul Gascoigne. Finally got him. That show will be at the Leicester Square Theatre. I'm telling you now, there'll be normal seating. And then there's, there's, I'll tell you now, there's 10. It's very weird how we've had to do do the deal with him because it's quite pricey. There's 10 uh, tickets, which will be front row, photo and a signed spur shirt with him. Another 90 where you get your photo with him. And that's it. He, he literally is charging us. I said, will you sign some things? And it's like, it's 20 quid a picture, 30 quid a boot. It's quite complicated. So for those of you in the room, you'll get your normal uh, normal seat. And then I think the 49 or 50 quid we've had to charge. So you, that's yours. Uh, but if you want to upgrade, we'll, 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 we'll chat later if you want to do, do that. But I'm delighted that we finally got Gaza in, uh, please God, in uh, March the 20th. 20, it was a way off. 2024. That's Plenty of time be... to save up. <laughs> it's plenty of time for it not to happen. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, in your diary. Uh, stick that in your diary. Uh, follow us on Facebook, X and Instagram. And uh, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Always it helps us get new listeners. Um, right, Danny, we'll, we'll talk about Palace now. We, we talked about it earlier. There's talk of... Well, Ezio, one of probably one of Ezio and Elise will probably be back. Really? Yeah, I think I read today Schlup will be back. I think he scored against. He said it. Said it. Leicester, Martin Yell, FA Cup. Yeah, Schlup scored that day. Um, they are struggling a bit after when Hodgson came in. An incredible turnaround under Hodgson, uh, but this season my Palace mates go. It's pretty shit. Well, <laughs> it's not really working for them. But Friday night there, the fact we played on Monday. Yeah. A tough atmosphere there with the crowd. And, and we, we were talking a minute ago about the reliance and the importance of strikers. Mm. You know, Fulham lost Mitrovic. They lost Disaster. Their, they lost their, yeah. you know, their, their fulcrum. Palace lost Zaha, and Zaha was yeah. the yeah. big threat for them. They don't seem, uh, famous last words, but they don't seem <laughs> to have the, the scoring power that they once had. True. I mean, I think, was it... Under Nuno, where we were top of the league, and we went there and we lost 3-0. Yeah. And we, we were terrible. Totally oh, over, yeah. I think Tanganga got sent off. Oh, yeah. um, but it feels like we're a different, it feels yeah. like we're a different team now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think the, the confidence from Monday... Look, we're, we're lucky. We're only playing one game a week. Yes, yeah. it's Monday and a Friday, but we should be up for it. Basuma, obviously... Is we'll back. back. He's still one off getting suspended again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're bringing, do you think they'll bring him straight back? Or do you think, you know I what? I think so. Game? I, would. I would have thought so. I would have thought so. He very, very much likes the Basuma Sar mm. axis. Um, and then, but, I mean, the only question is, would, would he keep him in Cottonwall for Chelsea in case he gets suspended? But I don't think he, I, don't, I think he'll bring him back, yeah. I think it's an advantage, in a way, to be, to be playing Friday night. Because yeah. if we do win... It's a great statement, isn't it? Like, it is, oh, we're, yeah. we're five points clear over to you guys. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, am, I am confident just because of the way we're playing. And they, do they lose 
quite heavily. I mean, they, they lost heavily. Was it four yeah. or nil? Uh, up at Newcastle, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So. yeah, I think they've got they've got two very, very special players in Eze and Elise. Yeah. Eze and I always want to see at Spurs. I'd, I'd love to see him at Spurs. Went, Let's I'd get him now and we didn't. I'd be like Madison. I still would love to see him at Spurs. We keep saying, you know, when we look at our squad, where are the positions we don't have backup? He, he's one of the few players in the Premier League who could be a, 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 an equivalent to Madison. Mm. He's still quite young. He's an amazing player. But he's in, I'm not sure one of them. Uh, I didn't know they were saying they were back because last I heard they were. And even if they do come back, it's going to be first game back for, for either of them, whichever one comes back. Yeah. Uh, but without them, they're not special. They don't really have any special players at all. I mean, they've got quite a good defence, though. They've got quite good central defenders. They've got that Anderson, Anderson. who yeah. he's a good player. And they've got Gay, you know, yes. the England player. Yes. He's a good he player. With us. He's a very good they've player. got Mitchell at uh, left-back yeah. as a good player. But being so, the home team, they've got to... The they'll, they'll have to the, attack. The onus is to come out. They'll have to attack and then uh, they could We've had the issue over. with... The, they call it the low block now. It's just deep defending. And what's yeah. the low block? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, which Fulham did as well. And, and Sheffield yeah. United did. And, and various Yeah, but Palace, like you say, unlikely to do that no. at home. Quite good in a way that Postacoglu wasn't happy with the second half. No, I love that. that he would have said to the players, "Don't get too carried away." Yeah. That was a poor yeah, second yeah. half, and so although they're going to go in confidence to the Palace game, they're not going to go in sort of thinking they're the bees knees. They're Absolutely, gonna, they're going to be off the back of being mm. bollocked, really, and hopefully yeah. they'll mm. they'll respond accordingly. I actually thought, sorry, going back to the Fulham game. I'm always studying the body language. And when they came out in the second half, the Tottenham players were just a little bit cocky. Right, and they started playing the ball. Loose and yeah. they, they I mean, didn't have the, the the momentum that they had yes, in the first half, that's right. and it was only you know as the game went yeah. on that they started to take more mm. urgency. Mm. And hopefully they'll start quickly against Palace. If uh, Theo, we talked about various players tonight. James Madison's another one who, again, as I said, when he was at Norwich, I went, "This is a Tottenham player. This yeah. is a Tottenham player." Yeah. And it looks like he's always been there. He's such a Tottenham player. Yeah. And we've had great midfielders over the years. After this recording, we're talking with Bobby Dow about his greatest Spurs eleven, and there's a, a long list of midfielders that we're going to talk about. If he does get injured, you're then looking at Lacelso, who yeah, came on. He's the only similar. who I've. I know lots of people go. Oh, he's busy. He says he's the best player of Argentina. I've, ne- I've he's never, I've never got it. it. He's never I know he's had injuries, or he'll go away to Argentina, come back injured. Yeah. yeah. And to me, there's so many games where. The final pass isn't there. He'll score goals, but it's like a sort of yeah. Carabao Cup I mean, game. It doesn't this, mean anything. This thing about not There's a player there, though. Oh, yeah, he must be. Because he, he, he when he plays with Messi for Argentina, yeah. I mean, they apparently they dovetail brilliantly, and Messi loves playing with him. I mean, you can't say so fairer than that. first choice in the Argentinian. Absolutely, yeah. They were so. devastated when he was injured for the World Cup. They thought it would be a big, big problem for him. <laughs> but um, he's never done it for us. But then he's never really had a run of games. Never had a run of games. And the problem, there's one problem. I mean, really, this thing about not being in Europe is a huge advantage in as much as we, we get well rested and there are less opportunities for people to get injured but there's one disadvantage which is that a lot of these players mm. don't get to play right. so those guys who came on on Monday night they, they played no they look, football and they, and they looked off the pace yeah and so it's just chicken and egg they can't get match sharp because they don't play so you don't so they're not very they're not great so you don't play them and etc etc yeah. so Latelso you've got in a way you've got to feel sorry for him he's, he's been he's, he's had about 20 full starts mm. while he's been at Tottenham and whether he he can, uh, you know, all, the only the only way he's going to get a run of games is if, God forbid, Madison gets a proper mm. big, quite a big injury, and then he'll maybe get ten or twelve games, and then we'll really know. But we don't, even, obviously, we don't want that to happen. But he's the only one who can step in at the moment, which is why we talk about yeah. Eze. I mean, he was, the, weird, the weird thing about Madison, I, I don't know what 
other people's feelings were, but I hated Madison before he came yeah. to town. Oh, right. well, he, he was one of those players that you always love to hate. Yeah. And I never thought he was as good as he actually is. Absolutely so, right. You know, I thought he was good. Yeah. But well, not that not good. Not that good. <laughs> yeah. And he's found his club, hasn't he? Well, he's found almost. his club, but it also, I, I didn't really register it at the time, but the number 10 shirt at Spurs is the most hallowed shirt of any shirt. Mm. And to take it off Kane, mm. you've got to have big balls to take the number 10 mm, yeah. shirt at Tottenham yeah. in any case, but to take it after Kane, mm. he's, he's, he's one of these people, he's incredibly arrogant, but he can back it up as well. Mm. And, I, and I, I, personally, I love that, that he can actually back up his arrogance. And he plays with a swagger. Yeah. He loves the opposite fans hating him. But he's a brilliant player. I mean, that he can turn both ways, either foot. I mean, he's, he's, uh, how we got him and how we got him for the money. Yeah. Him is, is a but what's lovely as well is how us fans, in the short space of time, have taken to him taking to Basuma, who again we knew was a player there and it was a real frustration when Conte basically didn't play him yeah Saar Vicari apart from that first game that's a bit dodgy now we just see this he's per- fantastic the, the, there's a you can see the personality in the Spurs players for the first time in a long time yeah and that's important to fans when you Huge. go kind of week in week out that you see they really care yeah I mean, rather than like how many times you've been to away games we've lost and they don't even come over and applaud you they right. couldn't give a toss you like, like he said much, at the beginning you know, psychology is such a huge yeah. part of it and when we've seen play, Tottenham play well over the years when you think of those times over the last 20 years the Red Nap team when it was really good the Pochettino team when it was good the Joel team when it was good they always seem happy mm. they seem like they're enjoying it they seem like they want to be a part of something yeah. and they what they really do interact with them they, they bounce off the crowd it's a mutual feeling and that's what's uh, that's what he's brought I mean, there's no doubt that Postacoglu's done a, an amazing job so far yeah the person who probably doesn't get mentioned is Paratici who yeah mm. I think nine of the eleven yeah um certainly the previous game yeah. were his his signings on his I mean, watch. you know who found Adogi who found Vic- Vicario who, you know who, who yeah. found Van de Ven who, who found these guys yeah. mm. kind of, especially with Vicario and uh, not Vicario with Adogi and Matazar were like bought them and they can go back for the yeah. and all was like They'll be fine. They were investments. Year. They'll be yeah. fine. Trust me. They're, they're, they're going to these guys. Yeah, how how much Conte feel when he looks at like he never played Saar yeah. He never played Basuma because he turned up late once for training. Um, you know, he, he, he rarely played Poro. You know, all, all of these yeah. guys who've actually mm. turned out to be amazingly good players. He throws out. He throws yeah, out the completely, spot. Completely. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. Um, so well we, let's uh, I think we've covered most stuff Theo Palace on Friday how, how have your predictions gone this season I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know I simply don't, you don't know write, you don't write them down no fair enough no. <laughs> exactly. but I, I'm always I'm, a, I'm always air on the side of optimism go on so give us your prediction quite well, Palace we on Friday what will the score be I think we'll win put your money on it 2-1 Ooh, so close pretty close I yeah because Palace at home no Palace at home are quite formidable and you know with the crowd and all that but I think we'll win 2-1 yeah Danny I think I think we'll win I think our defence is pretty solid, so I'm going to go for a 2 0, Spurs. 2 0. I'm going to go 4 1 Tottenham. Ooh, uh-oh. I just think, be, uh-oh. I think I think we'll go for it. I think we're going to. We did win 4 0 last away. season. Yeah, I think we did, didn't we? Yeah, they won 4 0. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not that crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm giggling in the audience. It's not that outlandish. 4 1. 
Yeah, you know, but yeah. I think that's going to be all right. I think, okay, we're going to go with that. Uh, well, for those of you at home, we're about to do a recording with Bobby Davo, which you'll listen, you'll hear at some stage this season, looking at his greatest Tottenham team. Next Monday on the show, uh, we've got Simon Dent and Tottenham Royalty, son of Danny, Richard Blancheflower, son of John, Rob White. That's a lineup, wow. isn't it? Yeah. How lucky are we to do this show that we actually meet these people? Incredible. They can become friends. Yeah. It's beautiful, Amazing. isn't it? Amazing. So that's next Monday. They'll be looking back at the Palace game. And what's the game? What's the game next the following week? Um, we've got Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea on a Monday, on a Monday, Monday night. night game. It's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. So that'll be a Tuesday. Obviously, at home, we won't be recording Monday. So that'll be a Tuesday night, Tuesday night recording. God, Chelsea. What, reception? what reception do you think you'll get? Surely good. Surely. Yeah, I think you'll get polite you be an idiot applause. If you boo. Really? I think you'll get polite, polite applause. applause. I don't think they're going to sing his name or anything. It's really? Chelsea. It's Chelsea. Yeah, but you're singing to unless, him, not Chelsea. Unless they do the old, you're Spurs and you know you are. If, yeah. Which just to yeah, rile the Chelsea. Nice. They might do that. Like they used We're to talking about game. that. I watched the uh, Chelsea-Arsenal game. Was it last week? Yeah, this weekend, yeah. I, I have to say. Both look shit. They did, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Were really quite poor. Yeah, the build-up play. Chelsea didn't have a striker. No, and I think Arsenal are really overhyped this season. Yeah, they're much. They're not as good as they they're were last season. They're not as good, are they? Yeah, no. I'm not. You know, I'm not getting. I'm not getting carried away. But they did. They did quite well last night. But I am getting Seville. carried away. But this season, again, Man City. There's no team where you go. No, well, obviously they're going to win it. No. Maybe so. This is it. I, I'm going to say. It. I think if we keep players fit, and obviously we replace players. In January, who are going away? Yeah, you go well. One, one game away, you go well. Why not? Could we be up? Yeah, well, there's, there's there's so many teams who are capable of winning games. You know, yeah, Newcastle, Villa, Villa, Brighton, Villa, Villa. Yeah, they're going to take a lot of points off people. Yeah, yeah. It's so that the the top has never been stronger, I don't think, and the bottom's never been weaker. Yeah, you know, Sheffield United's got one point. You know, yeah, Luton, Bournemouth haven't won a game in 13 yeah. games. You know, there's there's some really bad teams there. Mm. So. Who we're probably end up losing to. See, that's the old Spurs fan talking. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Just comes out. It's a Tourette's. What can I do? <laughs> anyway, that's it for tonight. Danny, thank you so much. Theo, thank you so much. Thank you for listening here and at home. Until next time, go Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network.